Welcome to Continuing the Conversation. This is a unofficial podcast from Calvary Chapel, Mercer County. My name is Kyle Garman, and I'm joined by my friend Will Lynch. And today we are also joined by some special guests. We have Jeff and Linda Simpson. Say hello, guys. Hello. Hello, guys. Great. <laughs> so Jeff and Linda have been a part of Calvary since its beginning, the Mercer County um, campus, if you will. Um, since 24 years ago, I think, was when it started. Mm. You guys have been Just attending since now. then. Wow. Mm. wow. I thought you guys were 24 years old. Ooh, Actually, nice. <laughs> the church started on our one-year anniversary. July 20th. Oh, wow. That was the so first Sunday July service. July 20th, it will be wow. yeah, 24-year birthday for Calvary. <laughs> and so for about eight years now, you guys have been in Kenya? Yeah, a little over eight. A little over eight years? Wow. Um, so you guys have been doing missionary work in Kenya, which for the listener, if you don't know where Kenya is, it's in East Africa. Um, so you guys shared briefly on Sunday, this past Sunday, after the sermon, um, and we read Acts 8, and I, I have to say I was pretty amazed by the, the parallels I saw from reading Acts 8. We read about Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. Um, so I saw some really cool similarities between that and then the report that you gave um, from your time in Kenya after the study. So um, that's kind of where I want to start today and in, in, in seeing if we can kind of dig through maybe a little bit more um, of, of applying the passage from Acts 8 um, and hearing from you guys um, and seeing what the Lord's been doing in your life. So with that being said, um, guys, I, w- I want to hear about your experiences as it relates to Acts, um, what encouragement you can offer to those from our congregation who are listening. So um, so the first thing I, I want to ask you guys is uh, regarding Acts 8 and what we've been reading, um, we see that the Lord tends to accomplish much greater works than mm. we originally anticipate mm. when we're feeling he's leading to move. Um, and so I want to ask you guys, how have you seen that in Kenya in your time serving there? Um, how have you seen the Lord move in, in ways beyond your comprehension or your ori- original um, anticipation? And not only how have you seen that, but how has that developed your understanding of the gospel or even the call to reach the nations um, and who God is? Mm. Well, maybe I'll start with me. Um, so here in the U.S., before we moved to Kenya, I was a worship leader. I was very comfortable with that. Um, didn't do much Bible teaching. Um, obviously, I love the Lord, but mm-hmm. my my ministry was mostly related to helping people and worship. And then being called to Kenya, and then it being... Be, not knowing really what the ministry would look like at mm. the time, uh, and starting to teach children. Uh, Linda was awesome at teaching children already, um, and I was a math teacher, but teaching the Bible is a little different. So uh, being put in a, a new uncomfortable role for me was something that was a very growing experience mm. uh, in the sense of, you know, when you feel comfortable doing something, it's easy to just jump in and do that, mm-hmm. you know, um, like I'm a soccer player. I could jump in any soccer game and feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but you put me in basketball and I'll feel very uncomfortable, very unsure of myself. Uh, and in this case, jumping into ministries that I was not real comfortable with made me rely on the Lord more. Um, and so you, part of that question was, how did uh, you see? How did see it impact the gospel? Oh, I'm yeah, your, your understanding of the gospel. Understand how that deep in yeah. that. Yeah. Or... So in the midst of those uncomfortable and the 
not knowing what it's going to look like and mm. can I do this type mm. of thing, you have to trust in God more. Mm. And so obviously moving across the world took a lot of trust. Yeah. And then within that, teaching and uh, teaching the word and being in situations where I was totally out of my element, um, really had to trust the Lord more. And then when you trust the Lord more, you see the Lord more. Mm. And so the gospel comes to life. I think um, that's what I could say yeah. about that. Um, I think also we, you know, we went with the, all we knew is that we were, we were going to go care for youth um, who were in some difficult situations, disadvantaged you know, situations, and we were going to share, share the word with them. But we had no idea at that time that the Lord was going to grow it to the point where we were going to disciple these young people who are now discipling other young mm-hmm. people. And that that's really cool because we had no idea. We just knew we were going, and we just took it step by step. Yeah. And so often we don't know what's coming. Yeah. We just know at the moment, and we did what we did the moment, and then he led us step by step. We started just putting this more and more and more in. Mm. I think what the understanding of the call um, part with that is that Truly, we're, we're called, Jesus calls us to make disciples of all nations. And we need to make disciples who will then make disciples. Yeah. And I think that's what Absolutely. our main mission has become, and we realize that that has made the greatest impact. Mm-hmm. We make disciples, then they go out and make disciples. Mm. Yeah, it's almost like, I guess, sitting there, you know, sensing the Lord's maybe calling you guys to go somewhere far away and do something mm-hmm. very new. Mm-hmm. It's initially, can can I even do this? You know, that's mm-hmm. kind of just what just stance mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. But even outside, okay, maybe one step further is, um, we're gonna in we're gonna impact you know these young people, um, and bring bring the gospel into their lives, mm-hmm. and then the Lord goes and does something even Multiplies greater mm-hmm. by making it generational now mm-hmm. and multiplying mm-hmm. effects and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I think Greg had mentioned in the sermon was the fact that it doesn't state it in the passage, but it was very likely that all of Ethiopia and even Egypt on the way there was impacted mm-hmm. from this unit going mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he had no idea that that's where that would, mm-hmm. that road down to Gaza would, mm-hmm. would bring him mm-hmm. um, or bring the message of the gospel. So that's, True. that's great. Um, and so this, this is similar to the question I asked, but, um, how has, uh, the way that you've personally related to God grown, how has your relationship, um, personally with the Lord deepened, um, as a result of obeying his call and and kind of trusting and and going forth over the course Mm. of these last eight years? Mm. I'd say that God is much bigger. Mm. Um, So my understanding of God, you know, we read the Bible and we see God doing these miraculous things, right? Mm-hmm. But when that's when when that intersects with your life and you have to um, struggle through those things, um, God becomes much bigger to you. Yeah. Uh, so, so He became much bigger to me. Mm-hmm. I think much more capable of crazy, amazing things, mm-hmm. um, and just. Change my prayer life. Yeah, you know, it's it's not like Lord, would you just do this? <laughs> you know, like Lord, would you provide a miracle? Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. transform mm-hmm. people's lives and bring people who don't know you to, mm-hmm. you know, like transform mm-hmm. nations and 
and, you know, people groups and everything. Um, and knowing that the Lord can do it. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. So I think that's really effect, uh, affected my relationship yeah, with the Lord in that and how I relate to him. He's bigger, but he's also more personal, I think. You know, through things that are difficult, we rely upon him more, and then we see that he's there for us more. Uh, so the more we place, we, we placed our trust in God, we, the more we saw him at yeah. work, yeah, the more real he became. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, for both of us taking that step of faith and not knowing what God was going to do, how is how was he going to provide? Mm. Um, you know, for me, I just felt a lot of, I valued security too much, and the Lord had to show me that. Like, I wanted things to be kind of comfortable, secure, and I needed to step outside of that and realize that, like, I need to trust him. And so as we have trusted him, he has always taken care of us, mm. and he's always done great things, so we've been able to trust him more and more. So the more we step out in faith, the more he shows us what he's doing, and he shows he can take care of this, and then you step out again. So now I expect that he's going to ask me to do something else that's uncomfortable. Yeah. You mm. kind of expect it. And yeah, so, and almost looking for it in a way, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, I know it's coming because that's part of growth, too. Yeah. And, you know, so, yeah, knowing that. But then when it comes, I may have some fear. I may be uncomfortable about it but I'm going to have to step out in faith. And then he's going to prove again yeah. that he's God. Absolutely. And so I think that's a really good application for all of us mm -hmm. as people, you know, is that there are times that God calls us to do something and we get afraid, you know, as we learned from Don McClure, actually a message that he gave right before we went was Gideon was afraid several times throughout his journey, but he kept, he kept obeying God. Mm. You know, as God was calling mm -hmm. him to do something which seemed absolutely impossible, he was afraid, but he kept moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like that's been a really good example and a visual for us is you can be afraid, but still move forward and obey him. Mm -hmm. And then he will show himself to you. Mm. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think I, I relate to that um, just in short term missions that, that I've gone on. Um, I've, I went to Kenya for mm -hmm. about yeah. a week with you guys in 2019 and even last summer on the boardwalk in Ocean City, which mm. we're doing again uh, next week. Um, you know, it, it's difficult. It's hard to share mm -hmm. my faith. Um, mm. It's hard when there's 10, 15 high scores around me and I'm uncomfortable. Um, mm. But I, I've seen how God moves in amazing ways mm. and it just strengthens my faith in him mm -hmm. for the next time that opportunity mm -hmm. comes mm -hmm. and the next time that opportunity comes. Mm -hmm. And you didn't die. I didn't you did die. it. It <laughs> worked and, and it helped somebody and then yeah. you move on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you see the investment and you see the re you mm -hmm. you see a small return and you take that return and you invest it again and mm -hmm. yeah. uh, exponential growth mm. compounding growth but I think the more you do it the more you're able to do it the next time yeah. mm. it's like anything we practice something you know more and more it just becomes easier yeah um, but it becomes more difficult when we you know resist yeah. I think then it's hard to step out again mm. yeah. and I think God wants us to wants to give us those opportunities because he wants to show himself in that way in mm -hmm. our lives. Mm -hmm. And so, but when we say no, then we don't get the opportunity. We miss it. Yeah, we miss out on mm -hmm. that, whatever God's going to do. I mean, it's not like everything yeah. is going to go great. Maybe part of God's plan is everything doesn't go great yeah. so that you learn to trust him more. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not like there's this success plan or something like that. Mm -hmm. Do it this way and you'll be successful. No, mm -hmm. do it, you know, follow the Lord 
and things will be hard, but they'll be better than ever before, mm -hmm. you know, in so many ways. Yeah, that's great. Um, so I think maybe a, a final topic of the, of discussion that related to this, um, is, is, you know, applying this for, you know, for those in our con congregation who they might not be doing long-term missions somewhere going overseas, um, but they might be being called to go across the street, um, mm -hmm. you know, talking to the cashier at, at TJ Maxx or wherever. Um, so how can, uh, how can the believer, how can they be seeking to yield to the spirit, um, mm -hmm. in these, in these areas? Um, and, and what fruit does that have in the life of a believer? Um, how can that grow us? And so I guess the, you know, the point asking these questions is what encouragement can we bestow upon the listener? Um, mm -hmm. To, to be seeking opportunities um, to be dependent on the Lord and to be trusting him as he calls them out. Mm. Well, let me say I'm really bad at this. <laughs> um, I find the opportunities that are the easiest um, sometimes and often fail at, you know, like we have neighbors that I want to speak to and then I really don't get to share anything with them because mm. I don't know what to say and how to say, you know, he's just talking to the neighbor behind us. And every year we try to talk to him, but it's difficult. Yeah. So, um, so we don't come like we have all the answers, mm. but maybe some wisdom, um, that we found is to constantly be preparing yourself for those things. So when you're praying for those opportunities, when you're preparing yourself, what would you say um, if if that comes up? Or or what could you do in order to create those opportunities? Mm -hmm. um, we have new neighbors that are right next door to us, moved in this year. Um, so we came home, and they were in the process of living between the, their new house next door. Um, they were just coming and doing some work on the house, and um, living at their old place. So I was like, let me just mow your lawn for you. Mm. So I mowed their lawn three times, you know, and I'm hoping in the midst of that, now that they moved in, that I'll be able to share with them. Yeah. Um, so just I, taking that step, whatever that step is. Sure. I think um, the Lord gives each one of us certain certain callings, certain heart for a certain person or certain people. Mm -hmm. And it, what's so beautiful is we often have different, like, I mean, some of us have similar hearts for certain people, groups, or uh, person. And then, but we often have very different, and it's because the Lord's calling you to this and me to this, and we're all, you know, different. So I think whatever it is that God's kind of showing you already, like there's something that disturbs you. I'm really, it's sad to me that this person or this people group or, you know, this way. Well, God is disturbing you about it because he wants you to, he's showing you because he wants you to do something mm -hmm. about it. So I think look for those opportunities. What is he giving you a heart for, a disturbance about, something that you, it breaks your heart, something that bothers you, whatever that is, it's like Nehemiah. Mm. What was bothering him is what God was calling him to go do. So the same thing I would just say, encouraging people, what is it that God's really putting in your heart? And then do it. Don't say, you know, well, hopefully someone will take care of that. Mm. But what can I do then, God? What, what opportunity can you give me? Or just go find it. And so I think that's, yeah, so much a part of life. Yeah. And I think I'd add to that, that everybody has something that yeah. God is calling to, them to do everybody. in ministry. Yeah. Uh, you know, that could be caring for your, your mom or your dad, you know, cause they're getting older. It mm -hmm. could be, you know, caring for your child. It could be 
you know, speaking to your neighbor or helping out. It could be going out and sharing the gospel with everyone you meet. Mm-hmm. It going could to the be, boardwalk this week. Yeah, going to the boardwalk <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. It, it could mm-hmm. be uh, anything. It, so many different things. Yeah, great. All right, well, uh, I think it's a good place for us to wrap up. But, you know, lastly, are there any uh, scriptures that, that come to mind, any um, verses that um, maybe surround this topic of, of answering the call um, that you guys have in the back of your mind? Um, Maybe that we can encourage the listener with. Um, for me, often just what Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples mm. of all nations. Mm. And I, I think just always to have, for all of us to have that in our, our purpose, always to disciple people who hopefully will then go disciple people. Mm. Yeah, I, I read a, um, uh, a quote from uh, a pastor and it, it's something to the effect, and you've probably heard something like it before, but the greatest evidence of the power of the gospel is that it has outlasted its preachers mm. or missionary. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like that that is evidence that it is truly his gospel that is going forth, mm. is that it's, you guys are going to leave Kenya one yeah. day, but the that won't leave, yeah. you know, with it. You know what I mean? The word of God remains. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking of uh, the book of James often talks about faith and works Mm. going hand in hand. Um, I know personally in my life when I'm not doing some work for the Lord um, in the sense of serving him with my life, like living my life out in worship to him, um, then I'm dead. You know, Mm. so faith without works is dead. I don't think it's necessarily like I'm, I'm not earning salvation mm-hmm. in any way but yes. i've been saved from so much and i'm grateful to jesus to that he saved me from all my sin he set me on this path he gave me a beautiful wife and family and ministry and if i'm just wasting that i feel like it's just dead you know yeah. and you and probably so feel my faith, like that emotionally yeah. too yeah mm-hmm. it's just like meaningless it's mm-hmm. like what is this all about you know but when I'm serving the Lord, um, I find life in that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a joy that comes in that. There's a satisfaction like this is what um, what it means to live my life for Christ. Yeah. So what's the verse? So <laughs> James <laughs> 2, oh, James, no. ver- yeah, <laughs> verse uh, 26 says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Mm-hmm. That's great. I was in the end with a different verse, but I think that's a perfect place to stop. Um, So thanks for uh, for joining us, Jeff and Linda. We're glad to see you guys here. Um, And thanks for joining us, listener. We'll see you next time. See you.